Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to NFL. What's up, y'all? John Two Americans doing this week. Talk about football. Uh, Skip's mm-hmm. not here because uh, your boy got a little cold. I got a cold, and um, uh, you don't need to get sick right now. So we're doing this remote. Got the man, got that man cold. No, if I had a man cold, I, I wouldn't have come to the studio. I'd be at home, like laid up, like I did yesterday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I did some work yesterday, but I didn't have to come in. So I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to fight it at home with my strong American medicine. Woohoo! Mm. Uh, so what, what's yeah, up with you, man? Yeah, what is up with me? Uh, you know, just uh, recovering from a long weekend of football. Um, <laughs> did you watch the Sweden game? No, Sweden, I didn't Italy? get to, man. No, I had a really busy Sunday. So I watched it a little bit. I, figured I mean, Saturday. That... I had a busy Saturday. It was on Saturday. Uh, no, oh, it was a Sunday. It was Sunday? It was Sunday. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. That's true. It was Sunday during the day. Right after we podcast, that's true. Uh-huh. And uh we had several listeners there who were posting on the yeah, Facebook group. Shout out so, to y'all. <clears throat> yeah, shout out to them for for showing up. It was Sweden versus Italy, European Championship. My favorite part of the game, actually, I watched the first half. My favorite part of the game was that you could tell pretty much right away that the cameraman had probably never seen an American football game before. <laughs> Uh, and I, and I based that assumption on, on his like lack of camera movement. Yeah. Like when the first pass was thrown, he just like stayed with the quarterback, like as if he didn't realize <laughs> that you were even allowed to throw the ball. So that, that was fun. Uh, it was also <laughs> funny to hear the, uh, announcer explaining a lot of the aspects of the rules of the game. Oh, yeah, that's what um, they do. Yeah. You could you could just kind of I started to picture this like ninety year old woman who lost her remote control like going like bah that's all I do <laughs> I'm doing and thing like I you know what I mean like I think that'd be really funny uh, and getting hooked and getting hooked on it oh my god <clears throat> totally um yeah and then finally of course the game itself Sweden was completely outclassed yeah. I mean they were down thirty four to nothing at halftime. Final score was 41 to 14. Uh, The announcer called it a gigantic mislikande, a giant Swedish disaster, he called it. Damn. Um, Yeah, I I like that Sweden had an American coach, which is interesting. Okay. Um, B.D. Kennedy is his name. I'm not quite sure what the other. I don't know. I thought it would be kind of cool. Like Maybe we could figure out a way to interview this guy at some point. Yeah. yeah, talk to BD. <clears throat> Beat down, big dog. We could give him all yeah, so if anybody, so if anybody knows Big Dog Kennedy, you know, send <laughs> us a message. Yeah, because uh, we want to talk to this guy. I want to talk uh, to Big Dog Kennedy. One of our <laughs> one of our listeners who was at the game claimed that the Italians had 
somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10 to 14 Americans on their team. Oh, I see. Okay. Because in the like, Swedish league, that's against the rules. I like was wondering about citizens, that. maybe. So, yeah. or, they, or they got the military know. base there. That's true. Well, more than one. In a way, I know that Italy won the American football uh, European championship, but I mm. think it's kind of cool that America, in a way, sort of won the European championship, which is not something that is typically, you know, we're not usually able to do that due to our kind of geographic location and whatnot, but fine, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, so, I'll take it too, man. USA, yeah. USA. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to celebrate with some diabetes. <laughs> now, here's Heart disease. What, here's here's how you can react to this, Sweden. You can either, you know, complain and whine about it, or you can just sort of Let figure out recruit. a way to kind of cop, start recruiting and copy that success. You know what I mean? Um, like, I, I looked up, I just looked up BD, uh, what's his last name? Kennedy. Kennedy, yeah. That's what, oh, there it is. BD Kennedy. Here's what he had to say about the game. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We got our ass kicked. It's true. It's just sad, but it's true. We couldn't stop the run. I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Damn, BD. Wow. Is that what you think? (laughs) I wanted to get more. That'll be the last time that I address it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. So that happened. Yeah, uh, happened. It was interesting. <laughs> I left it. Ha- we, I went outside and did something else at halftime. Um, <laughs> Yo, that's, so. like, that's like peak boredom. I, I went out. I just did. I just lived. I don't know what else I did. <laughs> I got so bored. I just went and lived. I just walked out inside. What do you got? What do you got for me, world? What do you got? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Peak boredom. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, so are you gonna watch it next year? Never say never, but never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess not. <laughs> no, apparently not. Oh, sorry, man. I was there. Oh man, but look, good luck next things, year. Right? <laughs> So mean. <laughs> oh, anyway, good job by them though getting to the championship. Unfortunately, they came up short, but hey, I will next say year, this: man. get some more Americans on the team next year, sweetie. I, I will say this: like, <clears throat> I was impressed. So, I left at halftime. I went outside. I think I played basketball with my son for a little while, uh-huh. and then when I came back, um, uh, I watched like the last like maybe ten minutes of the game, um. I was really impressed that Sweden was still out there just like fighting and scrapping and you know what I mean? Like they didn't, they didn't quit. They, they played all the way to the end. That's despite the fact that they knew they were going to get clobbered. So they, they, they put some respect on their, yeah, on their man. name. Fighting like Vikings. Them. That's what's up. Next year. Yeah. Or I don't know how year, often boys. they do it, but next championship. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the, uh, the NFL. Real football. You mean? Yeah, man. How did how? It was a strange weekend. It was. It was a very weird weekend. It sounds like the type of weekend that I would win in uh, flip them, pick them. Oh right, shit. 
I don't even have the results. Hold on. Let me grab it. I think it's in the kitchen. Hold on. Don't right. go anywhere. All right. Back. Yes. Uh, flip them and pick them. Um, yeah. You uh, did not do well at all, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to say. Uh, Are you sorry to say it, though? Uh, you said one, one, two, three, four. <laughs> well, you didn't do that bad. Eight to six. You lost eight to six. Okay. <clears throat> you were getting right. clobbered in the early window. Um, Damn. But then you. Yeah, that's the that's when I was you, like, "What is happening in the NFL? What is going on?" Well, let's go. There were the so many. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, first of all, you won. You won the coin toss, but then you deferred. Right. Um, and I picked the Cardinals, mm-hmm. which uh, which uh, did not turn out to be a good decision. Nope. Um. This was an interesting game. Um, Packers win twenty four twenty one. Right, and they go into the game with no Devontae Adams, no in Arizona, no no Lazard. Um, but and it wasn't even really, you know, I I was sort of thinking like, okay, well, if the Packers win this game, it's obviously going to be a heroic performance from Aaron Rodgers. But it wasn't really about that either. Yeah. I, it was really kind of more of a gritty, gutsy, grinding. Uh, Two-headed monster running back win, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, but the main thing that everybody's talking about in this game is that that last throw that got picked off where A.J. Green just didn't turn around for yeah. some reason. He must have thought um, – it looked like he was run blocking. Exactly. Uh, it looked like he had no idea that the ball would even be thrown yeah. anywhere. Uh, but man, that was a bad look. <laughs> it did not look good. And the fact that the dude caught that like that. What a good catch. That was a great catch. Yeah. It was a great catch. What was that guy's name? Rasul Douglas was his name. Good yeah. catch. Um, the Cardinals did not dominate the game at all, as predicted. No. Nah. Uh, they played catch Seven up point most of the game. Too. You know what else happened in this game that I'm kind of curious? I wanted to ask you about. This whole situation with DeAndre Hopkins, right? So... He clearly plays despite the fact that he's not 100%. Fine. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. He, he injures his hamstring on that deep that deep shot. Well, first of all, like, what do you do? Like, just run the fight. He reaches back and he, 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 he gets called for a face mask penalty, like, trying to stiff arm oh, the yeah. quarterback. He was going to score. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like, that's exactly the kind of big play that you need to start this game to, like, punch them in the mouth, to put them yeah. on their heels. Yeah. And he just blew, like, a, what was that, like a 60, 70 yard passing play that just got erased because of this stupid face mask penalty. Yeah. Um, and then he injured his hamstring. And then he comes back into the game later. And then. Basically, they were saying like, "Well, he's he's not he's not even fifty percent. Like he's just a decoy at this point." Uh, and I'm like, "Why would you stick him in there right. if that's the situation?" And then I hear after the game, Cliff Kingsbury in the post game interview says, uh, "Well, D Hop checked himself into the game." Mm-mm. I was like, "I'm sorry, what? What are you talking about?" You're the fucking head coach. Like, what do you mean? Exactly. He checked himself into the game. So apparently the story was that <clears throat> D-Hop was so determined to get back into the game that he was running sprints up and down the sideline, you know, 
trying to prove like, hey, I'm good, I'm ready, I can play. Um, and Kingsbury said, well, I knew he wasn't healthy and shouldn't be in the game. And I had a choice to make. I could either let him keep running sprints up and down the sideline and injure his leg more, or I could stick him in the game. And I was injure like, his leg more. I was like, Jesus. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. To me, just when just when we were starting to like, you know, yeah. kind of call you or, or sort of take a, a, a take a lot of the heat off of your seat, you 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 come out and do something stupid like that. It's like, yeah. bro, take 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 control of your fucking team. Like I I didn't understand that at all. I thought that was insane. Yeah, it's gonna uh, it's the beginning. We said they're mm -hmm. gonna fall off a cliff. No pun intended. Well. This this is what happened to them last year, and yep. also well the other bad thing that happened last year, you know they the the, the falling off of the cliff essentially happened when Kyler Murray got injured right last year, um, and now they're staring down that that same situation now because he got rolled up, I think it was on the last play of the game. Yeah, well he or laid no, down. I thought or the was... second to last play of yeah. the game, I think it was. He rolled up his ankle, uh, and there's huge question marks as to whether he's actually going to play even this weekend. Oh, damn. So, I mean, I it's not like a season-ending thing, but, yeah, but still, whatever. I am sure that Aaron Rodgers had a good time showing, um, you know, the Packers um, management that Randall Cobb was worth <laughs> coming, bringing back to Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have a lot of yards, but he did nah. catch two very important touchdown yeah. passes. Um. Yeah, Rogers di didn't have a crazy dominant night, but he did a he did he did basically what he needed to do, uh, and not much more. And they held that potent offense to twenty one points. <clears throat> that scored twenty four. Absolutely, points the defense points. was yeah. the defense did their job, eliminated the run game. I think the run. What is it? I wrote it down. They only had seventy four total yards rushing. Wow. Kyler Murray had two picks. Rondell they bottled Moore him up, fumble. too. They bottled Murray up nicely. Yeah, Rondell Moore fumbled the ball away as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three turnovers in total. Um, you know, you, you shorten the field like that. and Good and things suddenly, happen. Yeah, good things happen. Unless, <laughs> unless, unless, unless you're the Atlanta Falcons, which takes <laughs> us to the next game. Uh, you know. 13 to 19. You gotta be kidding! I was so excited. Yeah. Like literally, in I'm watching Red Zone, and you know, usually you know when Red Zone starts, you're like, we go to the Octo Box, you know, and um, usually nothing's happening in the Octo Box. It's like a right. kickoff or something. But this week in the Octo Box, the yeah. Panthers fumbled the ball. First play. I was like, holy shit! First yeah. play again. We got. We yeah, we got a field goal out of that. Uh, so that was. <laughs> he missed kind of, one. Uh, I don't know what to say about this game. He missed the field goal it, later. It, he did, yeah. Very lackluster effort from the Falcons. Um, I had very high hopes for your boys. I did too. It was interesting. This game was a little weird because about an hour before the game started, um, you know, we learned that Calvin Ridley, who by all accounts is physically healthy, um, was suddenly listed as inactive and didn't really know why. Um, a few hours later, as the Falcons were struggling to mount a comeback against the Panthers, 
uh, Ridley released a statement on Twitter saying that he was stepping away from football indefinitely due to mental health um, issues, yeah. struggles. Um, yeah, and for all the people I heard uh, or read about on Falcons Twitter who think that Ridley is just another selfish athlete who should suck it up and play ball, I would like to um, cordially invite you to go fuck yourselves. Um <laughs> I mean, some of these Me people too. are just absolute fucking idiots, dude. Yeah, they, yeah, mean, they overdo it, man. I, here's my keyboard my, hooligans. My, keyboard hooligans. Can I? I love that mental health is is obviously a real issue, yeah. and I, for one, am kind of glad to see that it's becoming more acceptable in the world of sports to acknowledge it that it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, because I you your era we're about ten years apart in age, but I, I can imagine that. You grew up in a similar type of situation that I did, where it's like, you know, uber macho sports world. Probably still like that in most places. Um, but I don't know. I just I'm glad to see that it's it's changing a little bit. Oh, I agree. Um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I mean, certainly the Falcons didn't wake up on Sunday morning knowing that they were going to be without Calvin Ridley. That's true. Uh, Based on what I read, they found out Sunday morning. Um, Next man up. Yeah, well, th- <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> nah. Um, I, and I still, they, they doubled I, pits the whole game, it seemed like. They did. Uh, but I still really cannot figure out how we managed to lose this game. I mean, they gave they gave it to us immediately with the fumbled ball. We talked about that. Um, Neither offense was worth a shit all day long. Sam no. Darnold was terrible. He was 13 for 24. Did he get pulled 100... or did he get injured? He got concussed. Okay. Yeah. He goes concussed 13 out. for 24. He got concussed out. <laughs> yeah, 129 yards, no touchdown passes. I mean, how do, how do you lose to Sam Darnold on a day like that, on a day when he goes 13 for 24 and 129 yards? You should be roasting yeah. Sam Darnold on a day like that. But – you know, Matt Ryan had a dreadful day as well. He was 20 for 27, 146 yards, one touchdown pass, two very costly interceptions. Uh, terrible day all around for the Falcons. It showed that, you know, when it mattered most, they have absolutely no killer instinct whatsoever. No, nah, he threw um, a bad pick. I, I just don't – it was just a pathetic – it's that, like, this is a game that you win. You, you could win – easily win this game and they yeah. just couldn't put it together um you're still yeah. in the race who though? picked that you did well yeah luckily thanks to the saints we're still in it you picked you no, you did nope you picked i deferred Falcons. i deferred oh okay, okay yeah but i took the card i thought this was the third game Falcons. okay okay yeah and then Damn. next up i took the bills you were right 26 26 to 11 um, I mean, great job by the Dolphins D to put up a fight. Yeah, they, um, look, they look ready to go. It's just the <clears throat> offense couldn't put any points together. This game was 3-3 forever yeah. until, like, the third quarter until it started to kind of unravel late. Yeah. Um, They looked feisty, your your Dolphins, early. Yeah, they did. And we played Kind of looked like they so might have. Maybe, maybe like I, when have... we play Houston next week, Deshaun Watson could just walk across and make the transfer there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be insane? 
if they just waited to announce that. And then they all, they, everybody comes out of the tunnel and he comes out in a Dolphins jersey. And comes out in a Texas, that would be like, what? That would be insane. Or if they uh, sign him thought, just to make sure they beat Houston, just to get the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut him. I kind of thought you guys were going to steal this one. I thought we were going to um, win this game, man, for a little bit. But then, I don't know. We still have not, not put the full team on the field. It's just not looking good for Miami this year. All, the, anything, it's like the anything that can go wrong will go wrong is what it feels like. Do you, would, it, would it be a fair assumption or assessment uh, to say that it, it feels like a lot of the problems for the Dolphins are revolving around the offensive line? Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, the, the run game is non-existent. Um, you know, Tua plays well despite the fact that he has to battle to stay upright yeah. for most of the game. Um, yeah. I kind of, I feel like you guys are kind of in the same boat. The Falcons kind of have a very similar problem, I think. Um, and yeah, for a bit, we didn't have, is, for three games, we did not have two or four games, three or four games of the season. We didn't I think have it's them the, either. So it's yeah, like, I think it's the same reason why you see the undoing of the Chiefs lately, too. You know, it's like if you have a shitty offensive line, you're you're kind of fucked. I feel like defenses are getting to the point now where – there's not enough. You need five on each team. There's not enough elite offensive linemen to guard these defenses. I mean, to block. Mm. Yeah. So there's maybe, I don't know, 15 really. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. the drop-off is, is there, and there's not enough to go around. So if you miss mm -hmm. trying to build your offensive line, that could ruin your season. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's my, my squad. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> really sucks. I started booking myself on Sunday, so I don't have to watch the game. I got a reason to not watch the games. <laughs> right. I got to oh, do yeah. comedy. I got to do comedy. I, I <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I felt like as I watched the game, I was like. We couldn't do diddly poo <laughs> offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. Yeah, that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. But I can't say we got our ass kicked, though. It's like we're, it felt like we're in the game until the end, and then, and uh, we'll see if Josh Allen gets uh, called for taunting. For the he did the right. same he did the same bye bye that uh, uh, C D Lamb did, and we'll see. Well, I, I'll say this in defense of um, of Josh Allen. I don't want him to and, get it for and, the record, but I just like to show the the inconsistency of the NFL. I love trash talk. <clears throat> Well, he's missing a he's missing a key element of what you know what led to the CD Lamb fine, um, and the key element is essentially the Negro element, <laughs> right? So, as as we've been talking about the last, it couldn't week, be uppity, like he uppity Negro, like that's those are two separate words, right? So he's got the uppity part, but he's missing the Negro part. So I'm thinking he probably won't get fined. Oh, uh, I forgot. Right? Uh, that's true. I mean, there is no extra fine for an uppity honky. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, as far as I know. That's totally okay, I think. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, I saw that video. Interesting. 
what happened next? 49ers beat the Bears 33 to 22. Uh, you picked the 49ers. Yes. Yes. And you were absolutely right. correct. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this was a wild one. Yes. Um, no, no coach. It's th- and Justin Fields trying to, uh, you know, stretch out, flex a little bit. That was crazy. Uh, so this one stayed pretty tight up until the fourth quarter when the 49ers just kind of hung like 18 points on, <laughs> on yeah. the Bears. Yeah. Um, we also got to witness both QBs fighting to reestablish themselves, putting up some really gutsy performances. Jimmy yeah. G, you know, he wasn't great, but but he was scrappy and – you know, he, he led several scoring drives in a row. Like I really like that option run he did to score. Mm-hmm. It looks so – the design of it is nice. Sometimes, I mean, we, I know they call him a genius and we don't agree, but Shanahan does mm. draft up some nice plays sometimes. He does. And he the runs, when they work, that zone block it. I mean, it's – man, the, it looks so yeah. smooth when they run with that zone blocking. <clears throat> They, you're, and you're right. You said this a few weeks ago. They do seem to be able to turn just about anybody into a running back, which yeah. is kind of fascinating to see. Yeah. Uh, most of Jimmy G's passing yards went to Debo Samuel. Yeah, he was balling. I like that dude, man. Just because his parents named mm-hmm. him Debo. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Small yeah. bite, punk. 49, 49er D had four sacks. Bears O-line continues to put Justin Fields in harm's way. Bro. Um. I feel bad for this kid, but, you know, good on him for trying to put the game on his back, especially with that insane touchdown scramble. I mean, Man, he had – Man, that was sick. He had – what did he, he had 10 carries on the day for 103 yards on the <laughs> ground, Justin Fields, but none of them were better than this one where he – what did he avoid, like 12 sacks <laughs> on his way to, like, juking all through the – like, it, that was an insane touchdown. It was – I, mean, I think he stuff. was it was holding L two and then using the analog stick and then going using yeah, exactly. both analogs. That's what he did. I know that trick. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but ultimately, 49ers snapped the four game losing streak, which means virtually nothing because at three and four they are way behind the Cardinals and the Rams, who are sitting at seven and one at the top yeah. of that division. Remember before um, the season started and everybody was like, this division might send the entire division to the playoffs. <laughs> I was saying yes, it, too. Say I was that. saying it, too. They did uh, say what that. about the uh, the hard-nosed Browns? Steelers, Browns. What a shit bowl this turned out to be. 15 to yeah. 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a shit bowl. I, I I left this one just kind of wondering, like, Jesus, Browns, how do you lose this football game? Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I guess you could give a lot of credit to the Steelers' defense. For you have to. Kind of they held them to 10 the points. <laughs> yeah, they stifled the run. They held them to 10 points. Nick Chubb only had, you know, around 60 yards. Um, for some reason, uh, you know, last week's hero, Dearness Johnson, only had four carries all day. I don't know why they didn't try to hand him the ball. Um, you know, Baker, you know, threw for 225 yards, a touchdown pass, but he also got sacked four times. I was going to say, he was under siege, man. T.J. Watt was trying to win this shit. Yeah. And then didn't he, like, he had, like, one of the dumber, like, like just shut the fuck. Just get up and go back to the hut. Play fo- Just go play some fucking football. He had that one play where he scrambled, and he got knocked out of bounds. 
like really hard. And everybody was like, oh my God, I wonder if he's hurt. And he jumped up like, and made a big show out of the fact that I'm not hurt. I'm still playing football. And then I think he went and just threw like an immediate interception after that. Who did that? It was like Baker Mayfield. Oh, of course. It was just like, <laughs> dude, come on. Don't like, fine. If you're going to get all excited about the fact that you're not hurt, that's great. But don't go throw yeah. an interception right after you did it. Uh, yeah. Big Ben was not good. Oh, what a um, surprise. But he did exactly what he needed to do. Yeah, you know when he needed to do it. Twenty-two for thirty-four, two hundred and sixty-six yards. Najee Harris was really kind of the star of the game on offense with ninety-one yards. They never, um, uh, they they don't really uh, care about going for two either. They they must go for two more than any team. No, but did you? I, well, there's a story. Okay, first of all, uh, th- this was the game where I started to notice uh, this one and a few others. You know, like we've been talking over the last couple of weeks about going for it on fourth down and how, yeah, like in the beginning of the season, it just always seemed like, wow, what a gutsy play. It always works statistically, analytically. You should always do that. And then it starts to even out. This Sunday, week eight, was the week where everybody failed to convert on fourth down. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. So many people went for it on fourth down and failed. It was crazy. Um, but the reason why they went for two, did you see what yeah, happened with their the kicker? Kick, right? Yeah. Didn't he miss it? No, 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 no. Here's what happened. So there was a crazy failed fake punt okay. in this game by the Steelers. Or no, not a fake punt. Was it a fake punt? No, it was a fake field goal. Fake field goal for for the Steelers that really, like, should have mattered more than it really did. Mike Tomlin even took credit for this after the game, saying that was an incredibly stupid call on my part. Uh, and <laughs> wow. I'm just really thankful that we won this game so that it winds up becoming a side note. Oh, um, wow. It was a fake field goal snapped to the kicker. and He rolls out uh, to his right, but nobody was open. Oh, he shit. held on to the ball for way too long and got absolutely clobbered as he was trying to get to the sidelines he got smashed and i mean they had it took four guys to pick this guy up off the ground (laughs) he was in dire straits my friend okay uh and from that point the steelers didn't have a field goal kicker they had no field goal nobody to kick field goals what about what about kickoffs the punter did the kickoffs the the that was the funny thing oh was that why they didn't score that's why they didn't score more touchdowns (laughs) we got yeah we got to see the debut of this georgia tech Hunter Presley Harvin, this guy who's like six feet tall and 255 pounds, a 255 pound hunter. This guy's massive. Um, So what happened was, is that even after they scored a touchdown, the the Steelers, uh, they they went for the two point conversion, but they got called for a false start. Yeah, yeah. And even though it pushed them back to the 12 yard line, they were like, "Fuck it, we're going for it anyway," because we don't have anybody who can kick this thing. I was like. You don't have anyone who can kick. You always have somebody on the they team. Sign Ocho Cinco. I... <laughs> <laughs> Remember he kicked one in preseason. Yeah, and that was a very. I didn't know why. I saw that. I saw that they kicked it from so far. I didn't know the whole story. He got. I mean, not kicked it. I saw they went for two. For I was like, what is happening? Okay. He yeah, it was a classic. Like he just got knocked the fuck in the next week. I mean, it was. <laughs> Hope he's uh, all right. What's up with uh, Jalen Hurts? What I mean, honestly, okay, so 
in the prediction episode that we did last week. Yeah. I think I said that the Lions were going to, like, there was no. We both like, said if, it. If, yeah. This was going to be, if the Lions going to win, this is going to be the game to do it. Uh, boy, was I wrong. Because, I Me mean. Too. We bet on it, too. This one was, wasn't this, I mean, the final score was 44 to 6. Uh, this was 44 to nothing before the Lions. Look, yeah, I was going to say, they made it look closer than it was. <laughs> okay. I wrote down the Lions' possession, possessions for, for okay. the entire game. This is this is always funny when it's bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Punt, miss field goal. Punt, punt, turnover on downs. Turnover on downs. Fumble return for a TD by the Eagles. Turnover on downs. <laughs> touchdown. End of game. That's, we got our that's ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh I mean, man. Damn. Uh. What's his name? Uh, Jalen Hurts. What a funny – when you look at the stat line, it's like, how is this even possible? He goes 9 for 14, 103 <laughs> yards, zero touchdown passes, and somehow the Eagles put up 44 points. I was going to say every time they got close <laughs> to scoring, they were, but they were running all over them. People I'd never yeah. heard of were running the ball. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even I mean, know they I... had Bo Jackson in the lineup. He came out and scored those guys. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly, Bo Jackson came out. Bo knows 50 yeah. year olds. <laughs> they tried to get Herschel Walker, but he was yeah. like, I'm busy running for it's Senate. Politics. I'm sorry. Yeah. Politics as usual with Herschel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's a wrap. I, I think the Lions are the worst team in football looking ahead at yeah. their schedule. Yeah. If you look ahead for the rest of their schedule, I, I really, it's just the Bears and the Falcons, I think, are the only games I could even imagine them winning. Um, this team is could easily be zero and seventeen. I really think yeah. so. The first year was seventeen games. They'll set the mark. Yeah, I watched the Dan Campbell uh, post game. I was a little disappointed. Oh, he was too um, collected. <laughs> he was. I, he was. He he was like, look, this is on me. I got out coached. We weren't ready to play. He said all that dumb coach speak stuff, but oh, no okay. meltdown. Everything was kind of. I was like, on a chain, it. a big ass chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Uh but yeah, they're they're absolute trash, that football team. I it must be hard to be a Lions fan, I think. Yeah. That's right a, now. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you said no. that. That's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Oh, what a hot take hot there, Skip. <laughs> hot take <clears throat> my hottest of takes, yeah. <laughs> uh uh, Tennessee Titans. You, yeah, uh, Titans. They, they beat the, the Colts thirty-four to thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-four to thirty-one in overtime. Um, good game. Wow, what an interesting. This was probably the best game of the night. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, a lot of insanity. Um, with the game on the line in overtime, first and ten. Wentz throws a costly interception. Um. They run a couple of plays, and you know, Fat Randy comes in and kicks the game winner. Um, <laughs> both overtime. quarterbacks. Oh yeah, that yeah, interception both... was. It. Oh my god. Mm, well, that was an so even bad. worse one later or earlier. Both QBs had three touchdown passes and two interceptions, but Tannehill got his out of the way early. Yeah. Uh, oh, his was which bad I always, too. I always feel like if if you're gonna have turnovers, you should have them in, early in the game. Yeah. R- rather than late, because they. Uh, yeah. 
because Wentz's interceptions came at very crucial points in the yeah. game. Um, one came while try- the the worst one was the one that came when he was trying to avoid the safety sack. Oh my god! And he throws. I think he threw that left-handed actually. Like he switched hands because he was getting tackled. He throws up like basically like a three-yard punt to get picked <laughs> off on the on the two-yard line. By uh, man, what that was dude's it? never gonna Elijah, have an easier interception. Elijah Molden, yeah, uh, that was the go-ahead touchdown. And you know, hey, to Wentz's credit, he did. He marched down the field. Got that game tying uh, touchdown to send it to overtime. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was all for naught. This, this, yeah. This was this was game of the week in my opinion. Yeah, really good. Um, Darius Leonard called it a must-win game. Um, and I gotta say, both teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never both, seen never, I think, never. Yeah, unfortunately for him, uh, both teams came out and played like that. I yeah. think, you know, the, the Titans said, okay, fine. You want this to be a must-win game? We're going to treat it like that, too. We're going to run Derrick Henry into the ground. Oh, my God. My fantasy season is basically over. Yeah, he's on point. one of my teams, too. Um, Wentz had a good day. Pittman and Wentz looked really good. Uh, if you want to say something positive about the Colts. I mean, that was impressive. They put up 30, 31 points. Yeah, and the defense, you know, as you suggested, they held Derrick Henry to 68 yards on 28 carries. That's only 2.5 yards per carry. That's that's that is bad by his standards. Yeah. Maybe uh, uh, maybe you don't uh, run your court, you're running back into the ground 300 and something yes. times, like whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, you know, the bad news here is that this win comes at a cost. Yeah. Derrick Henry has some sort of a. He's having. I think he's having foot surgery today. Um, and he will be out for two to 15 weeks. <laughs> I have no idea. They said <laughs> no, IR, they're, they're so actually, at least three games. Well, here's the thing. It, it seems as though he's going to be out for like a minimum of eight weeks, of eight weeks, they said. Uh, given the fact that, okay, so here's the thing. The AFC South is essentially a wrap, right? Yeah. Because the Colts, the Colts and the Titans have already played both of their games, and the rest of the teams in this division are trash. Uh, so, you know, the the, the Titans are going to win the AFC South, yeah. um, and then there is this chance uh, that Derrick Henry will be back for the playoffs. Yeah, which would be great news, and he'll be well rested. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, bad news for Derrick Henry, bad, bad news for my fan. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was just, I got absolutely walloped in fantasy this week. It was dreadful. (laughs) Um, is there any, uh, bad news for the, uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, the number one team in the AFC? There wasn't any bad news for them. They're the best. They're the best. Best team in football. Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) The Cincinnati Bengals. What happened to them? Oh my God. They lost to the Jets 34 to 31. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell happened? Oh man, we saw this coming, man. They look past somebody. They they start drinking their own Kool Aid, and then they got the wake they up call game. It trap, the trap game. It's a trap game. The wake up game. The uh, uh, the they are who we thought they were. But they are who we thought they were. <laughs> it's that game because they got fucking Zach Taylor as their coach. Like I said, 
No, nah, they they'll probably come back from it, but uh, I don't know what they need. They need. Each each individual, each individual coach, each individual player, each everybody in in the building should just get their shit together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the thing that, the, the biggest surprise for me in this one, I thought for sure we were going to see Joe Flacco in this game. We uh, did. He no, he didn't start this game. Oh, I thought he was playing at the beginning. I thought he got pulled. No, 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 no. This okay, was Mike White from the start. Oh, because he wears the five. Um, okay, so I was just, okay. He wears five like <clears throat> Flacco used to wear. When I saw Mike White come out, I was like, oh, well, this is a wrap. Uh, but A-White. Mike, White, Ma- Mike A. White put on an absolute <laughs> show. He yeah, went, he listen to this. <clears throat> this is crazy. He goes 37 for 45, 405 yards passing, three touchdowns, two picks. Uh, he even caught a two-point conversion. Yes, at one point. I saw that. That was nice. I was insane. Uh, he set a record for most completions in a first start, and he's one of only two quarterbacks to throw for over 400 yards in his first NFL game. Can you guess who the other quarterback is? Dan Marino. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Okay. Man, imagine if any team could use him. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this was interesting. The Jets just kind of, I don't know. It was just one of those things where this this performance from the Jets was the kind of performance I was expecting from the Lions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where they exactly. just where they just where they just came out and refused to die. Um, you, you know, even when it looked like the Bengals were going to pull away with this thing, uh, the Jets put up 17 points in the fourth quarter to pull off this win. That's insane. Crazy man, I can't believe it. Uh, <clears throat> The first thing they did was they more or less erased Jamar Chase from this game, who only had three receptions on nine targets. Uh, He did have a touchdown. That was like um, a two-yard catch or something like that. But he only had 32 total yards. Um, T. Higgins kind of made up for it. He had over 100 yards receiving. Um, Joe Burrow threw a very costly interception um, late. He's young. and I have to say, Zach Taylor, I agree with you. He was outcoached in this one. By a rookie um, coach. It, yeah, and, and especially, like, okay, look, maybe I'm crazy, but I just felt like at the end of this game, like, I get that, you know, they're they're down. They need a touchdown. I, I, I understand it's fourth and 19. You're on your own 40-yard line. But there's only two minutes left in the game. You punt this ball away, you're never going to touch it again. What right. are you doing? Like, just just go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got a great quarterback. You've got good receivers. Hook and ladder. You can't hook and ladder. You can't punt. You can't fucking punt that ball away. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. Next up for the Bengals is a big one though. They got the battle of Ohio against the Browns. It feels like to me, that feels like a game. Not, it feels like a game that not only they could win, but I feel like it's one that they, I think they have to treat that game like a must win. Yeah. If they want to win this division, if we want to win our bet, they need to. The uh, Browns need to win that game. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, no, Chiefs look like that. Uh, Who picked that game? Did you pick? You picked the Bengals, and I, uh, yeah, of course, of course. That's how flipping picking works. Every upset is picked by me. <laughs> mm. yeah. Uh Then we got the Rams. Uh, did what they're supposed to do against the Texans, who made it look like it was some type of contest against the replacement Rams. The Shams came out. (laughs) 
<laughs> the sham wows. The scams. They were playing against the scams in the second half, and because uh, I, I think Stafford like left after the first quarter. He's <laughs> like, my job is done here. This game was a joke. Dude. Yeah, it looked like it was um, a college. It was like an NCAA just wanted to test the waters. <laughs> yeah, the Rams were up thirty-eight to nothing uh, when they took Stafford out and started playing a lot of backup players, which is why the Texans managed to score. Yeah, Texas managed to score 22 garbage points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, Against the backups playing prevent. I mean, Stafford threw for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, a shitload of those yards going to Cooper Cup, of course. Daryl Henderson is just a beast running the ball. Yeah. Um, Rams D sacked Davis Mills five times in a completely dominating performance. And now they got Von Miller to add to the pile, which is kind of fascinating. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not sure what to think about that. Um, That's how they build I, you a know, team, man. They are really just push, kicking the can, like you say. Yeah, they're like, fuck draft picks. We don't need those. Um, I left this game feeling like, you know what? It's a shame that the Texans and the Lions don't actually play each other this year because I feel like that would just settle the debate once and for all who's the worst team in the NFL <laughs> right now. I feel bad for um, the Texans though. Nah, kind of. They didn't. They didn't. Cho- they didn't uh, try to make their star happy, and then their star showed how much star power he had, and mm-hmm. now they're in this predicament because they had a chance to. I'm guessing he wouldn't be enemy. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's the coach mm-hmm. that the uh, consul- consultancy firm decided for them. But whatever yeah. coach and, and GM it was. You know, because make no mistake, I think what you bring up an interesting point that we, I guess we don't talk about very often. You know, despite the 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 sexual harassment allegations, uh, you know, if the Texans had gone out and made a real effort to get a good coach, Deshaun Watson would be playing football right now. Right. With allegations hovering and people probably yeah. holding up signs like, Rapist, blah sure. blah blah, but he would He'd be, still playing. be playing though. Yeah, so they, I mean, it might have put the it might have put the league in a more awkward situation where maybe they yeah. would have tried to act more. I don't know. They're pretending like they don't have enough information, but I don't believe that. Right. Um, I think they're not doing anything about it because they realize that they don't have to do anything about it. Right. Honestly, but um, I read today that but, he could lose a lot of money too. Like he could owe them so? money if he doesn't play. He just mm-hmm. he just uh, signed an extension, and if he doesn't like play a certain amount of games or something, that he could owe them mm. a bunch of money. That might be why he's pressing so hard to get out of there, so that he won't yeah. owe that. But uh, if he doesn't get out of there, well, we might see him in the second, uh, the the last third of the season. There's a certain amount of games he's supposed to play. I I was I was uh, that's how I understood it. Uh huh. I didn't hear that part. Um. Well, we're, we're recording this on Monday. The trade deadline is tomorrow, so there's still no no news about that. I, I, I'm starting to feel like I agree with you that I don't think he will move anywhere. Um, I think there's too many sticking points for, for yeah. a deal. It says he would lose up to $20.2 million if he sits out the whole season. Huh. Well, I guess we'll see him play then, maybe. I don't know. I don't anyway, know either man. That's, I don't know. Uh, or maybe he's willing to what? lose the money. I don't know. <clears throat> Damn. Watching the Texans is another one of those teams that makes me glad to be a Falcons fan. It's one of the few things that 
makes me feel good about myself. Uh, <laughs> Those fans that were happy about the last garbage touchdowns, shout out to them. <laughs> Stick it by your teeth. <laughs> All right, then we There's got hope. the. Uh, no. Then we got another upset. Yes, I called this by the way. You, I mean, in my picks, this. in my picks, yeah. Well, you also picked it in in this too. Okay, all right. Or was it you, you picking the, the Chargers? It was me picking. No, you picked. You picked the Patriots to beat the Chargers, and they did twenty-seven to twenty-four. Yeah, man. Uh, do the Patriots have the Chargers number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. Everybody was ready to ordain the Chargers. I told y'all, pump the brakes. They got some uh, yeah, growing to do, but they're ahead of schedule, so. Guilty. Absolutely guilty. Yeah, man. You were one. all just, <laughs> you were all, all of you guys. Were just he had such a great motion. start, though. They looked yeah. so good in the beginning. Well, I found, uh, I actually have a clip here of you talking about the Chargers earlier this season that I'll play for us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true. I was grapefruit in that motherfucker. Uh, Mac Jones uh, was not amazing. No, but, he was but everybody, they're going to, you know what? Next year, he's going to be mm-hmm. getting the same treatment that Justin Herbert got this year. Probably. It's gonna, they're going to do this shit and they're going to rinse and repeat. And then next year, there'll be some rookie quarterback that they ordain. And uh only th- difference is. Uh, I don't know, Mac Jones. I, I don't know, Mac Jones might um, if they 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 protect him so much with the way that that they game plan. I feel like Mac. I agree, and I think Mac Jones is a lot more efficient. He's he seems to be less likely to put his team in danger. Exactly. Um, whereas the kind of key to unlocking Justin Herbert is to really just let him go out there and sling it, right? Which, you know, dangerous. in the right situation, it works out, but it can get a little dangerous. In this game, he only went 18 for 35, um, 223 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, one of which was a pick to um, a pick six um, to former Charger Adrian Phillips yeah, at one so, point yeah. in the game. You know, it was at a point in the game where the score was pretty tight, uh, and you throw a pick six. That's that's you know that's like a dagger in the heart right there. Yeah. Um, Patriots D had Herbert under pressure all day. Um, to me, this uh, again, this this is another example of a game that we saw this weekend where you saw somebody get out coached. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, it shouldn't surprise anybody that Bill Belichick is a better coach than Brandon Staley, but yeah, it was pretty obvious. But they are who we thought they were. Yeah, huh? exactly. Um, they'll be all right. They're still uh, they're yeah. still four and three. Just you know, they'll be all right. Patriots are, uh, they're doing, they're doing what I thought they were going to do anyway. Yeah. In the next game, we saw another example of, uh, how, you know, I was his shocked experience, by his experience from, from being a, you know, a dominant college football coach, Urban Meyer was just out coaching all day, <laughs> all over the place. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, Jags get stomped by the Seahawks, thirty-one to seven. Pete Carroll, a, a former college coach. True, but for me, this one was like, you know what? Shout out to Gino. 
Yeah. Going out and fi- finally getting that W, man. And he's been out there fighting, <laughs> yeah. playing hard, giving his team a chance to win. And he finally, what is it, the fourth game that he's played? Yeah. Uh, he finally goes out there and gets a W. Fi- it's against the Jags, whatever, but fuck it. You know, Gino had a good game. He went 20 for 24. He only passed for like 195 yards. Nearly all of them to Tyler Lockett, who had yeah. 142 yards receiving. He was out there balling. Uh, and DK Metcalf with his two yeah. touchdown passes. That one where he just went up and just like, no, nope, give me it's that It's like ball. the ball just, <laughs> like, stops. <laughs> he just, just, he just he like, halts the ball. And it's like, he doesn't even catch it. He halts it. Like, all right, that's it. Yeah. And You're mine now. snatches that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, very impressive uh, to watch. He's so strong one-on-one. Um. Gino had a rushing touchdown. It was a short one, but it was a nice little Superman dive. Where yeah, I like that. The goal that was fourth down, nice. too. <clears throat> he started the game with 14 straight completions. There you go, Gino. Follow the script. There you so go. So that, that was cool. Um, you know, I just felt really good for him, especially since, I don't know, maybe it's his last start for Seattle. <laughs> Well, he held you know, it down. That's it, good for him, man. Oh, maybe he could be he that journeyman backup that we say doesn't happen that much for black quarterbacks. Yeah, because they're headed into a bye week, uh, and Russell Wilson has gotten the pin out of his finger. Danger Russ. Uh, Danger Russ, Mr. Unlimited. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It looks like he could maybe make a comeback in week 10 when they play Green Bay. Um, All right. That's that's a pretty interesting game to play out of your bye week. They're gonna get that um, ass beat. And you definitely would not want to have. I mean, it, you're probably gonna lose anyway, but you certainly have a better chance with with Russell Wilson than you do with Geno. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence was dreadful. Um, nah, that's he's a rookie. Yeah. Right. Thirty-four. He went. He threw the ball fifty-four times. 34, what are they? Do? That's on Urban Meyer, man. What the fuck? It, Exactly. I guess they had to try uh, to keep up, but you, it also helps you get further behind. <laughs> like, you got Robinson, yeah. a good running back. Didn't he? I think he may have. Did he get injured in this game? I think he may have gotten injured. I saw he caught a couple game. passes. And... I think he, I don't think he finished this game. Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I don't remember. Anyway, they did score a touchdown, but it was in total garbage time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Urban Meyer looked totally confused in this game. There was one portion of this game where they got popped for two back-to-back penalties for having too many men on the field when they were on defense <laughs> he's like what are you doing coming off the field get back out there the guy's like, i'm the 12th man sir <laughs> and then he uh the, the the announcer whoever was calling this game i don't know who it was but he was just like i, I don't i don't understand how you do that back back to back you, you just can't do that like you just Urban, can't. It turns out Urban Meyer can't count. Yeah, apparently <laughs> he's been hiding it all this time. That's why he kept saying, "I I put three fingers in that girl on the dance floor when it was only two. <laughs> I thought it was third down. Um, yeah. Okay, next up, what do we got? Uh, Washington Broncos. football team loses to the Broncos ten to seventeen in a barn burner. <laughs> You picked the Washington football team to win. Um, I mean, I don't really know. Barn burner. 
the only thing I could really think to say about this game um, is that, like, the like the my quality of life is like lesser than <laughs> for, just for watching it. Like, yeah, I, it man. really was like a bad football game. Heineke was like really bad. Yeah. Um, twenty four for thirty nine, two picks. He got sacked five times. Teddy B. You know, he didn't throw any picks, but he got sacked four times and barely threw the ball for 200 yards. Neither quarterback could really move the ball downfield. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I guess if you had to say anything nice about this game, you could say that both defenses played really well. They did. Um, But, yeah. The Broncos tried to fumble this game away late. That was really the only thing interesting that happened in this game. Heineke threw a pick. Well, here's what happened. Heineke threw a pick in the end zone late in the game, which was like, okay. That's his move. This game's over. That's like his uh, finishing yeah. move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This and game the is fumbles. over. Yeah. And, and the Washington football team had all of their timeouts. Yeah. So it, it was a little more complicated than just kneeling on the ball. But all the Broncos had to do was just not turn the ball over, which, of course, yeah. they did that. <laughs> um, lo- <laughs> luckily, the Broncos D had just enough. In the luckily, they were playing the Washington football out. team still. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh the broncos blocked two field goals in this game that was you know that was yeah something. um it was a kind of a comedy of errors all over the place watching two offenses trying to act like they knew how to play football mostly <laughs> so um yeah i don't know this game was meaningless and horrible <laughs> it's the poop ball uh, of the week What's up with the next one? The uh, this uh, the upset of the week. Oh my lord! The Saints beat the Bucks. 30... The upset of the week. Thirty-six to twenty-seven. Yeah, man. Uh, they put up thirty-six points on that defense. Without Jameis Winston. I know. If you had told me that Jameis Winston was going to come out of this game with a potential season-ending knee injury, and the Saints. Without Taysom Hill, would be forced oh, yeah. to play former Broncos starter quarterback Trevor Simeon. <laughs> My first question would be, how bad did the Bucks beat that ass? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it didn't happen. Nah. Honestly, Sean Payton uh, trying to—he's okay. like, "Yo, I'm the genius. I'm the genius. Not Shanahan. Not Bill. It's me, baby." <laughs> he he has a pretty good argument, actually. He yes. may be that that. That genius, I have to say, as much as I hate to admit it. First off, one thing I want to say about Jameis uh, before he left this game, I felt so bad for him when he got hurt because he looked so – he looked both determined yeah. and fan- fantastic. Yeah, like, he's ready you to suck really on a dog. Tell he wanted to – yeah, you could really tell that he wanted to beat his old team. Yeah. Uh, he was balling out early, six for ten – a touchdown pass, 40 yards rushing before he was forced to leave with the ACL. He's done for the year, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah, one of our um, listeners uh, sent me a picture of that injury. Ew. Ew. Yeah, I watched it in real time. I, I did not enjoy that. Like the still uh, shot I saw. Brady, oh, my God. That's what happened to my knee, too. Oof. Yeah. I've been there. Brady, Brady had one of those games that he frequently has against the Saints for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, 28 for 40, 375 yards passing, four touchdowns, but he had a lost fumble and two picks, one of which was a pick six. Yeah, the final um, one, the final blow. I mean, 
he did pull it together late to take the lead, but the Saints responded and put the ball, uh, you know. No, he threw it out. Didn't the pick six put, put it, them up? Did not order, or that ended the game, right? Uh, well, yeah, but then they 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 scored, but they they gave the ball back to Brady with what felt like was going to be too much time on the clock. One of those yeah. situations, like oh fuck, like he has way too much time. Um, but then he threw that bad interception. Uh, another one. Okay. Um, as much as I dislike both of these teams, uh, the Saints winning this game was the only outcome that could provide the Falcons with any real hope of climbing back into this division race. Uh, I mean, it won't happen. Yeah, because you lost to the Panthers. Because we can't beat the Panthers. And (laughs) sure, in the end, I will likely resent the hope that the Saints have provided me. Uh, You know, because it's just going to add to sort of like a greater level of disappointment. But what can I say? I'm a a hopeful guy, you know. uh, (laughs) Then we've got the Cowboys. um, Cowboys Vikings game. Mm, Cowboys Vikings. Yes. Uh, Dak didn't play. Jesus. Vikings. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? How do you? How do you lose this game, Vikings? How? I mean, you, you, they're down ten to three. The Cowboys, right? At the half, going nowhere. Uh, and then a, a, a Dakless Cooper Rush led Cowboys team suddenly comes alive. You, you let him pop you for a 73 yard touchdown pass to Cedric Wilson, pretty much right at, at coming right out of the half. Like you, you got the Cowboys dead to rights, and yeah. you give them that. And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, I, I guess maybe I guess maybe you got you have to credit Dallas's defense in some way. Uh, yeah, you know they held the they held the Vikings um, to barely a hundred yards rushing. Um, you know, Kirk Plexiglass Cousins only threw for 184 <laughs> yards in a single touchdown. Um, but I saw this too. I read about this the day after. Uh, the Vikings were only one for 13 on third downs, and eight of their 12 possessions lasted five plays or fewer. That's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, Trayvon Diggs is okay um, though. I just saw that the ankle sprain is uh, the diagnosis. I was a yeah. little scared, man. He's yeah. Gonna be His first game without a pick here. too. Yeah. First game without a pick. Uh, Cooper Rush, on the other hand, this guy. Who would have thought he would have had? He was he was a little inaccurate for sure. He was only twenty four for forty, um, but he threw for three hundred twenty five yards and two touchdowns. He was more accurate um, than uh, Justin Herbert. <laughs> Which is yeah, that's not saying much, but yeah. CD Lamb had over a hundred yards. Omari Cooper had over a hundred yards. Did CD Lamb wave um, at anybody this week? <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, but you know what else? I read as a side note, uh, another sort of uppity Negro fine. He's uh, apparently he's been fined like three times this year. Really? For uniform viola- for uniform violations. Like he doesn't tuck his shirt in. Wow, and he also doesn't pull his and he also doesn't pull his socks up all the way, uh, and he's been fined quite significantly for those things. I read this the other day, so there's that. Um, just to so throw that out there, maybe that maybe he got too much like individual uh, love on Hard Knocks, so they're trying to like 
keep him from turning into like a face. You know what I'm saying? Because they they want that targeting. shield to shine. You know what? They should allow fans to call targeting on the NFL. We should be able to throw a flag on the league. <laughs> targeting. Uh, that's targeting. Funny. Here's my flag. Targeting. Flag. <laughs> You're targeting CD Lamb. <laughs> I'm throwing the brown flag. The brown flag. Yeah, because the NFL is <laughs> shitty sometimes. <laughs> yeah. This is for your uppity Negro finds. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a great catch in this game. That Amari Cooper catch, the one before. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one before he caught the touchdown pass. I mean, there's obviously a lot of luck involved, but but yeah, it sort of bounced off the Vikings yeah. DB's chest and then off his arm, and then he bobbles it and pulls it in. That was beautiful. Uh, I like Cooper. But, yeah, the Vikings – I do too. Vikings blew this game in the end. Um, they had no business losing this game with all the turnovers and the personal fouls too. The Cowboys, yeah. it, Cowboys defense didn't they get they got penalized for for uh, um, um, like unnecessary personal foul like 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 three or four plays in a row. They just kept this drive alive by just taking dumb penalties. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys defense is the most penalized defense in the league. Oh, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, there's no – you had no reason to lose this game, Vikings. Uh, yeah. Should have won, and you didn't. Um, yeah. Go Cowboys, I guess. And then the Monday night game. But maybe Dan Quinn, you know, he's their defensive coordinator. Maybe he's getting them uh, aggressive. Maybe they were too soft last year. He's trying to – Maybe he's uh, overdoing it, and then they'll correct to the to the norm, and they'll just be a good aggressive defense. Yes. Yeah. But he's turned them around, though. They they used to be pushovers last year. They just got to correct. And they just got to play within the rules. Then we got the uh, uh, the uh, barn burner of the week, two of the top teams in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants, put up a dud of a Monday night game. And the Chiefs squeaked yes. out a victory, twenty to seventeen. And man, they do not look good. No, they do not. Um, <clears throat> Mahomes, I mean, man, what the fuck? I don't know what to say about this game, honestly. Well, I guess I, the only thing you can say about this game is everything what we've been saying about the Chiefs for pretty much this whole season, which is that. Um, you know, all the shine and the sprinkle is is gone. Um, the things that they, the things that that used to work for them, no longer work. Um, I think it's sort of one of those things where it's like, you know, most teams, in order to sort of create a consistent year after year competitive team, there's a there's a fair amount of of tweaking that needs to happen in order to maintain that 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 sense of dominance. Um, And I, and I think you can say that the chiefs have failed to do that properly. Um, I'm not sitting here saying I know how to do it or, or that, you know, Andy Reid is clearly a better football coach than I am. Um, He has proven that for many years. Yeah. Um, He's won more football games than me. Barely. Um, Yeah. True. (laughs) He only has, he only has one more Super Bowl than I have, so exactly. you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> He's you know, lost more Super Bowls time. than you've lost. That's true. 
That's true. I've never lost a Super Bowl. Exactly. Um, I'm going to put that on my resume. I've never lost a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I was like, like, what? Did you play in the Super Bowl? No. No, and I did not lose. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to it, – it, yeah, it would be hard as a Chiefs fan to walk away from this game feeling good about – you know, this, this, this is like – you know, if this was last year's Chiefs, this would be a get-right game. And, and yeah, they won. But I, I can't sit here and tell you that the Chiefs just got right. Exactly. Because they didn't. Um, correction on the uh, total of flip them and pick them. I failed because this game happened last night. I didn't count this one. So you lost 9-6. to six. Sorry. <laughs> not 8-6. Not sorry, not sorry. Oh, man. Wow. So uh, you yeah. caught that, but. It was just a better catch by I. <laughs> Damn, I took a worse L than I thought. <laughs> you yeah. got a real MVP this week? I got to give it to Mike White, honestly. Um, just because it's like, when are you ever going to be able to say that, that Mike White is the week's MVP? Sure, the Jets are still trash, but for this dude to come out of nowhere and beat the – AFC leading Bengals and the way he played, I mean, he made some mistakes, but he, he balled out this fucking kid. Uh, yeah, I got to give it to him as the one-time MVP. You the real MVP. Mm. Uh, I'm going to stay with that theme and go with backup quarterbacks in general this week. <laughs> the real yeah. MVPs, man. Uh, all of them, they're, yeah. uh, they get shit upon. They come in in these dire circumstances. Something crazy happens. They get thrown into the fire, and they have to perform. They have to always be ready. And uh, this week, a lot of them showed up, man. We had uh, backup quarterbacks yep. coming in and making shit happen. You already mentioned Geno Smith. You mentioned A. White. You know, and uh, even in Dallas, uh, Cooper. Cooper Rush. Uh, yeah. never, heard, never heard of that guy. Uh, just coming in and doing their thing. Even Justin Fields coming in and uh, still holding the fort down in Chicago and trying his best. So uh, shout out to all of the mm. backup quarterbacks because this week. You the real MVP. Uh, who's your trash for the week? Or the I entire the Houston Texans. Houston trash oh, well, Texans. Whatever. You are trash! <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> uh, not only – okay, so for me, they're – they're trash of the week, not only for being a garbage football team that makes you wish that the NFL had some kind of a relegation system, um, <laughs> but also I'm calling them out as trash for putting the entire league through this Deshaun Watson bullshit. I realize yeah. that it's not entirely their fault, but at this point, um, with the likely result being him just staying there and him getting dealt in the offseason, I just feel like, you know... It's enough that you're trash, but then you have to drag everybody else down with you. Oh, so, right? so true. You have Especially to, in my team situation. You have to put exactly. And I'm thinking of the Dolphins. I'm thinking of the, the Eagles. I'm thinking of the fans. Yeah. I'm thinking of the fans of those teams. You know what yeah. I mean? The fans of those teams who have been mentioned in rumors for Deshaun Watson and just that feeling of like, oh my god, like really, like are we not suffering enough that you have to bring this fucking serial predator in to be a quarterback? And you're probably going to mortgage away our future on a guy who might wind up going to jail or might be suspended. Like it's just like it's just horrible that anybody else had to get dragged into this. 
Yeah, so and yeah, then the, the floating rumors and getting all this. Yeah, it's all fucked up. And then, like, uh, those quarterbacks that are involved, who happen to be young quarterbacks in all of these situations, Sam Darnold, yeah. uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Tungavaloa. It's like, the, how can they focus completely on the game when there's these hovering situations uh, where they have to, like, to answer these questions and, like, coaches have to avoid saying shit and, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I think it sucks. Yeah, that's true, man. They are uh, this week's uh, trash. You are trash! Uh, I'm going to go with the aptly named Chris Blewett. You are trash! (laughs) He's the the Washington football team's kicker. And if if he makes two kicks, if he doesn't miss those two kicks, if he doesn't fucking do his last name, then I didn't even don't... pick up on that. <laughs> it's so funny. He blew it, Chris. You blew it. And it's so easy. Like, you know, all the papers are probably writing it. I don't know. But uh, Chris blew it, and he missed two kicks. Uh, they wouldn't have to throw the ball downfield. They could be going for a field goal at the end of the game if he would have made those two kicks. But because he followed his last name, uh, the team uh, had to go for a touchdown and – Heineke throws a pick, and you know, you know how it goes. How do you not change your last? You got to change that name, bro. Change, yeah. Can't be a field goal kicker named Blewett. <laughs> That's crazy. Chris Clutch. That's a better name. Chris Clutch. Yeah, I mean that would be funny if he changed his name from Blewett to Clutch. <laughs> what you got for shit got learned, or should I do it? I'll go first. Mm, okay. Shit got learned. Uh, Sean Payton is somehow still underrated. This dude's a freaking miracle worker. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he doesn't get mentioned with the top coaches in the league. They, they always uh, skip over him. They go right to Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Bill Belichick. They kind of rotate those, but Sean Payton pulling out that victory over what people are thinking are contender to win uh, uh, the NFC again and go to the Super Bowl, represent the NFC with your backup quarterback. That was pretty impressive, and putting up – so many points, uh, 36 points, or, well, or 28 points, whatever it was, 20, 29 points, whatever it was on that defense. It's still impressive. So shout out to Sean Payton. And that's the shit that got learned. He might be the best coach. That's a, that's a good point. Um, I, I, I like what you're – I like that. That's, you might be right about that. Um, we'll see. I'll believe it next week um, yeah. because he will likely have to play that um, Simeon, that Simeon, Simeon guy again, uh, and in week nine, unfortunately for Sean Payton, he will be staring down the pipe of a uh, double-barrel shotgun that I like to call the Atlanta Falcons. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how. Uh, yeah, we'll see what we'll you to the table. We'll see how Houdat Nation uh, handles handles that <laughs> steep challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, my shit got learned. God, the age old adage that all things must come to an end, whether that means my Falcons sense of hope, um, whether that means, you know, these assumptions that you have about teams that are taking over the league. Yeah. Uh, whether that means your fantasy team, which is mostly led by Derrick Henry, (laughs) uh, And Kyler Murray, uh, literally nothing 
nothing went right. I had okay, so we're not here to talk about fantasy football, but I just want to point out that everybody that I had in my starting lineup, not a single player met his projected points total. (laughs) All right, not one. It wasn't like like oh well, you had one guy who I only had one guy who 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 exceeded expectations, and he was on the bench. Uh, Everybody. Everybody in my fantasy team was trash this week. It was oh, an absolute man. just drubbing. Uh, I didn't even have to check. We I couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first exactly. down. We couldn't run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I had a mm. I had a a one percent win probability when I went to bed on Sunday night. And um, yeah, since I'm not the New England Patriots playing the Atlanta Falcons, I I, I knew I was going to lose. So that, that was that. So, yeah, that was oh, what I, I learned. Uh, scariest AFC teams. I got the uh, somehow it's the Ravens. I don't know. <laughs> AFC feels wide open. I'm just going to say, well, the Ravens lost to Cincinnati. Cincinnati lost this week to the Jets. I feel like the Ravens might be the best, the scariest team in the AFC because uh, they could come out and, and beat you. Who you got? I but couldn't the, say it, Buffalo because the, they didn't look that convincing <clears throat> against Miami, who might be the worst team in the NFL. For the AFC, I, you know, normally I would say the Titans after that impressive win, but considering that they lost Derrick Henry. That was why I, I couldn't say the Titans, say, yeah. I, I have to say it's the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the Ravens. Coming out of the bye week, yeah. they, they feel they feel poised to to take over the AFC. It's unfortunate because I, I picked the Browns to win that division, so hopefully I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the NFC, you got to go with the Rams. They're just firing on all cylinders. Uh, McVay looks mm-hmm. so happy to have his new toy, his his Lamborghini, polished and waxed and ready to polish and wax every team they face. So I got to go with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rams are locked and loaded. They retooled on defense. They got Von Miller. Yeah. Now, too, um, nobody seems to be able to stop Stafford and Cooper Cup. Um, but I will say this. And Robert Woods. As an honorable uh, honorable mention, uh, there's something about these Packers and the way that they're – Oh, yeah. There's something, there's something weird about these Packers, the way that they're not, they're not blowing anybody out. Yeah. They figure out a way to win football games. Yeah. And they do and, – and watching them do it against, uh, you know – uh, an undefeated team without their best players on the field. There's something. Lafleur might be the truth. There's something about these Packers, and 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 the thing yeah, that I like call. about them is that you know in previous years it's like they have such a dominant season, and then of course you know the knock on them is that they always lose in the NFC Championship game. But maybe this is the team that can win. Whatever. Regardless, you yeah. know what I mean. You kind of hope that for them. Right. for Packers fans and it's certainly for Aaron Rodgers to kind of get over that hump. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I like, I like them. They're scrappy. Uh, I like that they're able to win ugly football games. Sometimes that's what gets you to the, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right. Well, that's mm-hmm. what's up, man. That was, uh, it was a little bit longer than usual, but we had a lot to cover, man. The NFL is, 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 is rolling along, man. It's, we're at the half point of the season, you know, which is a little sad, but – well, the regular season. Then we got playoffs. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to uh, to my team, uh, you know. Playoffs? 
Don't talk about playoffs. <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, but yours is mm. still in the hunt. Um, I hope my, my squad can turn it around. We'll be back later in the week to talk about the trade deadline, uh, if anything happened besides this Von Miller. Maybe that's the biggest thing that's going to happen. Finally put closure to this Deshaun Watson drama. Uh, who will he play for? Mm. We'll talk about that, and we'll get some bets out there before the Thursday night game. So stick with us. Mm. See what we got to say. Thanks for checking this episode of SpinFL Out. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Sarah. And uh, we'll catch you on next episode. Peace. Later, y'all. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.